Welcome on into the 2-3 podcast. I'm Cam, that is Zach, previewing this Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets matchup. Zach, they are coming into this game 8-10. and 10. They are 1-7 in conference play on a four-game losing streak. The last time that we played a, game, or a team on a four-game losing streak was Virginia Tech. That ended pretty well. What can you tell us, Zach, about these Yellow Jackets? Well, if we scroll back to their most recent win, which was four games ago, it was uh, actually Miami. So that one hurts a little bit after our super close loss to them. But nonetheless, somehow the Yellow Jackets at 8 of 10 and 1 and 7, that's their one ACC win is against Miami, which is just wild. But nonetheless, this is like a kind of interesting squad. I was going through the scouting report, looking through the team. They just have like, I think the biggest thing that jumps out to me is they have a huge rotation. Eight guys average 18 plus minutes. And they all contribute and have decent numbers. So they, they don't really have like a star. They have like one top guy. But otherwise, they just kind of all contribute. They all come in and out. They all kind of do little things. And it's a very interesting roster. It's like polar opposite to our team. Because if you look at our starters, they average like 30 plus minutes, 30 plus minutes, 30 plus minutes. You look at these guys. I mean, like you said, they average like 18 or so, maybe 20. Um, yeah, their, their, their squad is just really, really odd. If you remember last year, we only beat them by one in OT in the dome and they've got five guys that are returning from that squad. So it's, it's, I guess a bit of a veteran led team, but like you said, Zach, I mean, you can't really look to somebody who's like, oh, this is the star for this, this team. They don't really have that, which is very abnormal. Yeah, I mean, roles have changed since last year. You know, they're on a different season. They're struggling. And, you know, obviously on a four-game losing streak, like we've already mentioned. So things are kind of not going well for the Yellow Jackets this year. And at the end of the day, this is an absolute must-win. We're going to Georgia Tech. This is at Georgia Tech. And this is definitely a must-win. We, we have to leave Atlanta with, with a win for sure. Zach, why don't you give us the player breakdown, starting with Miles Kelly, who leads a team with just over 13 and a half points. Yeah, so if there was a star on this team, it's going to be Miles Kelly. Like Cam said, he's leading the team with 13 points a game. And the key for him is he's their best shooter. He shoots 38% from the three. He leads their team in three-point attempts. So this is the guy to look out for, the guy to limit from the three if we can. Obviously... That's something we struggle with, so I don't know if it's even worth pointing out, but expect Miles Kelly to make some threes. Yeah, 38% from the three is, is pretty good. It's really respectable, and you know, like, like we've harped on the whole year, one of the two things that we really struggle with, obviously one of them is aggressiveness. If we play very uh, you know, aggressive teams, we don't seem to do very well, but the other one is if we play teams that shoot pretty well, we can't really limit that too much. So it is odd that a star of the team averages just under 14 points a game, but I guess that means that they don't really play hero ball, which I guess is a good thing, but um, you know, just look out for him making his threes, shooting his threes, and hopefully we can, we can limit him and his chances. The rest of this breakdown is going to be a little odd. Like we mentioned earlier, they have, they play a lot of guys. A lot of guys get a lot of minutes and people like their starter, their, their starting center, averages only 19 minutes a game for a starting center seems pretty low 
So we're going to kind of skip around here, give you some average, give you some numbers, throw some names at you. But essentially, it's going to be very resembled of what the game's going to look like because they're going to be throwing in guys. Guys are going to come in and out, and it's going to be just be a, quite the rotation flying at you. So first guy we're going to throw at you is their next leading score. Who There's actually two. They're, they're both tied for 9.4 points a game, and that's a guard and Delon Coleman and then Jalen Moore, a forward. It is odd, again, that their number two and number three are like averaging just under 10 points a game. The one thing, though, that kind of scares me when you look at this roster, Zach, is you can prep as much as you want, but, it, you know, the big game could come from anybody. Last year, a guy named Rodney Howard, who we're going to cover next, had 19 points and 10 rebounds against us. So it could literally come from any of these guys. And I got to imagine that that's got to be like a headache if you're Jim or if you're the coaching staff, because you don't necessarily know who to harp on. You don't know who to be like, okay, this is the guy we need to shut him down. You, you don't really have that with the squad. Yeah, that's very true. And one very interesting thing about Ronnie Howard, who Cam mentioned had a monster game against last year in that super close OT win, is that he's only averaging 5.4 points a game this year. And he's just overall not having a great year. He hasn't scored more than nine points against any ACC competition this year. So to go from 19 points to 10 rebounds last year in our matchup, I, if he's going on the same trajectory, I don't think he'll have that this year. So that's a good thing for us. But it's just an interesting time for this roster, this 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 team. I'm not really sure what's going on. I mean, we'll, we'll be honest, we don't know this personnel super, super well. But just based on numbers and what we're seeing here, it's it's definitely an interesting squad. Devion Smith is next on our page here. He leads a team with just under six rebounds a game. It is so funny when you like read off these these teams and you're like, oh, they're this player isn't leading the team with like whatever Jesse is leading the team with, however many rebounds he has. So um, you know, it's it is funny just to kind of read these oh, 11 rebounds a game. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, just under six rebounds a game for Devian Smith. He's a guard, so hopefully we can kind of limit his his rebounding chances. I had no idea that he was a guard, Zach. I thought that he was like a forward or a center. Last guy we'll mention here is Javon Franklin, who doesn't start, but he does lead, or he is, but he is fifth in the ACC with blocks, which is four, four spots below our guy, Jesse Edwards, who of course leads the ACC with 2.8 blocks per game. Shout out to the Flying Dutchman. But... <laughs> J- J- Javon Franklin averages seven points, five blocks, and he averages uh, 20 minutes a game. So again, this whole squad, this whole, the, the, all their personnel comes in and out, averages quite a lot of minutes, and they have definitely like an eight, nine-man rotation. So expect to see a lot of guys in and out, a lot of changes, and not really sure what's going to be thrown at us other than just kind of you know in and out, and I guess we'll see what, how, what that brings for us. After breaking down this roster and after looking at all of their stats and everything, I feel like their guard play probably isn't the best. And I think that that's going to open up the floodgates for our, for our boy Judah Mintz. I think that he desperately needs a, a, a bounce back game and we both know what Judah can do. Now we don't know what Judah can do when he is playing with a bit of a grudge. So Obviously, with the the game that he had against Miami, he's looking to do some damage, and I think that Georgia Tech is probably the perfect victim for that. Yeah, absolutely agree. I'm super excited to see Judah come out on fire and just get to his spots and 
you know, get in a good flow and just kind of go off. Given all of the games that we've had that have been kind of up and down, obviously the the rough loss against Miami, which forward, because again, that's been the, the talking point all year, which forward do you want to see have the biggest game, the biggest bounce back game possibly? I mean, it changes game to game because two games ago, you would have said that's Benny, but then Benny just kind of had his 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 comeback game at Miami. So, and then you know Chris had the best performance of the year against Notre Dame, and then has three points against Miami. So all these guys kind of interchange and swap it in and out, and it seems like every game a different forward has a good game, and then the other forward kind of lacks down a little bit. So it can kind of go anywhere. But if someone's due, I guess you got to point to to Malik Brown. Only two points, thirteen minutes. He was down after a good performance against Notre Dame, so maybe maybe give, give it to Malik. That's a guy that I had in mind. I think that Malik is due for one. I think that we could possibly see Justin Taylor get some shots up, and hopefully the Qs are able to come away with a dub because this is definitely much needed. It is definitely not a game that you can lose, or nor do you want to lose if there's ever games that you want to lose. So <laughs> expect a, hopefully a, a good game for, for the guys, and... Expect some very weird rotations, Zach, for uh, the Yellow Jackets. The next time you hear from us, we'll be recapping this one. Hopefully it is a dub. Until you hear from us then, we will, as always, talk to you soon. Let's go, Cuse. <laughs>